You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, we are talking about the drama that is AFCON. It also seems that seems a little redundant, but it's <laughs> what it is. We also talk about FA Cup, some of the uh, results, and what what's the future look like for Everton at FA Cup. All right, we don't talk about Arsenal at all, right? <laughs> Promise me we won't. But we do talk to Giles Barnes, legend. You know him from the Jamaican national team. You know him from his time uh, playing for uh, so many MLS clubs. But you're going to love the interview we have with him. And he's going to get really mad at us because apparently we promised him to be on the show a long time ago. <laughs> that and more today on the Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby! Yes, let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It's good. <laughs> Please. Enough. We've done this. We've done this enough. You're not gonna make it to 2023, Alexis. All right. You're, you're hitting. You're hitting the Nas a little early. You know what I mean, buddy. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose this Fast and Furious race to you. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Guerreros, and I'm a little lightheaded all of a sudden. Okay. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show right here on Football Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Also happens to be the gulliest. You feel Cor- me? Correct. Uh, and we're excited, uh, absolutely thrilled about today's show because we're going to be joined by by uh, yeah, just an, an Englishman who, who brought his talents to the United States uh, for, for, a little, for a minute. OK, Giles Barnes will That's be joining right. us in a little bit. Obviously, East uh, London stand up. <laughs> let's go our dear friend look I, honestly we're gonna have to start uh, uh talking to him just really apologizing because it, it's been long overdue that he's uh he, well, he's belongs he's on one this of those show. people where we're like dude of course we'll have you in fact what we get you on in a couple of weeks and then that couple of weeks you know grew a little bit but it's not and our the, fault it's exactly. not our fault huh? N- nope couldn't couldn't be uh he blames so- us but it's not our fault i promise <laughs> Uh, so absolutely thrilled to to be talking to Charles Barnes in uh, in a little bit. So stick around for that. Um, but let's start today talking some Afcon. Okay, the mm. Africa Cup of Nations is going on right now. We all know how the the tournament is is often uh, uh, disrespected when when it's talked about in the media. Usually, uh, in, in European leagues, are like, oh, we got to send our players to this thing, and and it is really it is. It's disrespect. It's minimized. It's yeah. It's uh. There, there's something about it where they're like, oh, this old thing. They don't even. It's not even like they don't break for it or anything. They're just <laughs> right, like right. Whatever you know. People make fun of MLS because they have to send their players away on international. But you guys are doing the same thing when it comes to Afcon. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's obviously a, a wildly important uh, tournament for 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 the continent. And uh, all the big players got you know Sadio Mane is there. Uh, uh, Mohamed, Mohamed Salah, Salah. Uh, uh, yeah. obviously huge, huge uh, uh, figures that are playing in this. I was um, about to say Benghazi, and that's not a. Play. 
Okay. I was thinking of El Ghazi and Ben yeah. Rama at the same time. And I look you know, we're gonna have okay. a different I, audience based for I this just show. wanna make I wanna see where El Ghazi puts his his email server. Okay. <laughs> we gotta get to the bottom of this thing on this show. We shifted this whole show. Oh, you use Gmail? You would, wouldn't you? <laughs> you are hundred percent we have a lot of people with the tinfoil hat watching this show. <laughs> okay, look, well, this is an audience we haven't reached out to. And then, right. <laughs> where were you? <laughs> I was just watching. I'm just watching Afcon on being sport. What happened? Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so look, obviously uh, a huge, huge tournament, but we have to talk about a very controversial uh, moment. This was a, a uh, b- between. Which uh, one? Which controversial moment? Was it the, the, was it the, the opposing- opening whistle of the first game? <laughs> yeah, 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 hold on. Because let me tell you something. It gets a little, it gets a little conca a little comfortable out there. They, they learned a little something from us, okay? Okay. Um, uh, there's just a lot, there's a lot of spice, you know, <laughs> happening. Was it the other, the other coach taking a picture with, uh, or the opposing team's coach taking a picture with Hamid Salah? Right. <laughs> Is that the controversial moment you're talking about? I'm not even talking about that one. Which of that, that was the news. And, you know, uh-huh. that's when, when you really have to, to, to struggle to find something that, to, for the headline. You're like, uh-huh. Mohamed Salah, you know, the Nigerian assistant took a co- uh, took a photo with Mohamed Salah. <gasps> How could he? Oh my. And then it's like, How no, no, no. Forget all that. Look, I got something better. Because and then all of a sudden, you see some <laughs> real controversy. Tunisia and Mali. Uh, uh-huh. This game ended a 1 0 victory for, for Mali. But th- this was a. Uh, in, in the but the referee minute. was Malo. <laughs> <laughs> muy, muy Malo. Because okay. the, the referee blew the final whistle at the 85th minute. And let me let it. me read because this is so you know obviously if you ever have like these apps that tell you what's happening from minute to minute yeah. like big moments this is uh the 86th minute this is the official news for the guardian it, it's a good website they got they got a lot of <laughs> you know they, they they're very proper on the guardian and this is what they wrote What's going on? Tunisian <laughs> staff look bewildered as the referee appears to blow for full time, even though several minutes remain. Mm-hmm. No one quite knows what's going on. <laughs> dot dot dot. And then the and then the ref signals for play to continue. What was that whistle for? <laughs> Question mark. That's like normally this just says goal. This person <laughs> passed to this person, but they're putting a little bit of uh, personality in yeah, there. Yeah, usually the minute to minute updates don't have emojis in them. You know yeah, what I mean? They're, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> they're usually a little Yo, bit more. Yo, it's getting pre- lit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, put this on. Stop reading. It says that. <laughs> what you reading for, nerd? Turn yeah, on your hell, TV. <laughs> this ain't Moby Dick, my G. <laughs> put it on. <laughs> so, uh, so whistles blown. Right, it's it, it he ends the a, match at to, what eighty? Com- it's like the eighty-seven and thirty-six minute, the eighty-seven minute and thirty-six seconds. This is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. It, it, it's obviously it's. I don't even. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and to say that it's incompetence rather than corruption, but. Look, the, I, had to, are, I had to put it out there. <laughs> what you just said might be a sign of corruption on this show. <laughs> you know, this might be our Benghazi. Am I? In, <laughs> I think I'm in. Am I in Afcon's pocket? I think yeah, I am. No, what are you, who's paying you, Christian? And why am I not getting a cut? <laughs> That's the important part. 
because this is very clearly a sign. The only time I've ever seen, like, I remember in like uh, seventh grade, I was playing on the soccer team and they blew the whistle in like the 80th minute because they're like, we got to get off the pitch. Match started late. So they're yeah, like, okay. that's it. We only rented it for so long, but this is a national competition. Oh, sure, I don't sure. think that's the case. I don't think they need the, I don't think they need the field for, you know, field hockey practice. The U8s are coming on right after this. They, they get really angry when they can't play. <laughs> Guys, the Big Apple Circus is about to start. What are we supposed to do? They got to get the elephants on here so we gotta go <laughs> this is ridiculous i've never seen i've never heard this is official this yeah. match is official and by the way it didn't stop there he i guess he allowed them to play on the ref is advised through oh he gives a red card for barely anything to a, a malian player uh then they're they, they make him go to the screen he barely looks at it says he's right 90th minute without extra time blows for the for the yeah. well actually it wasn't even it was 89 minutes and 47 seconds he blows the <laughs> final whistle again he's like that's it but this dude had to go to the bathroom i swear this <laughs> Bro, dude had to take this, a shit i think that's the dude, only thing i can he, think he of. had his watch on a different time zone bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's on a completely different this is but unbelievable. Then half an hour later the uh, only the only the tunisian players come back on Ma, the Mali team reviewed. They won. Why would they of come course. back? Yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> like, no. no reason why they would come back. Uh, no, 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 no. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see? No, I, uh, three points. That's the only number I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in, incredible. I don't. Uh, we'll see what's gonna happen. Obviously, to me, this ref gets suspended and is not uh, doing. You know, he's not investigated. Forget suspended. I mean, look, we gotta start somewhere. All right. <laughs> Remember, Afcon ain't so bad. You know, I have to make sure I say positive things and really. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. 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 You gotta keep that. <laughs> Check coming. I, I feel bad. I hope I didn't mess up your bag, Christian. <laughs> you gotta keep it. Keep it quiet, bro. Here we are, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm sure you want to talk about FA Cup. I don't. Uh, not really into it. I think it's a small competition that doesn't matter. And frankly, I'm glad Arsenal has never really cared about it. Uh, you know what? Obviously, you I'm kidding. <laughs> why don't you, uh, if you don't get, why don't you give us all those tro uh, FA Cup trophies you have uh, recently? <laughs> no. Uh, again, we're the winningest, uh, you know, side in it in its history. Mm -hmm. We've won it 14 times more than anybody else. Thank you very much. Uh, but we will not be adding to that tally this year uh, <laughs> because we lost to Nottingham Forest, who we lost in the same third round to in 2018. Uh, mm. I, I'm starting to see uh, a bit of a pattern. Uh, look, super frustrating. Mikel Arteta's come out and said he's questioned the desire of his uh, of his uh, and uh, of his players. And I think it's as much as this sucks. The next match in the Premier League for us is the North London Derby. So I'm like, look, if you go, if you gonna take an L, do it in the FA Cup, not against Tottenham. So yeah, um, yeah. I think we're gonna need as much energy going into uh, and as much as much of a chip on our shoulder and as much. Uh, to prove as possible going into this North London Derby. So maybe I'm just glossing over because we lost. And if we would have won, I would have been like, I told you so, baby. And we go in into <laughs> North London Derby with a big old W. I, I would be saying something totally different. But it feels like fine. If we had to if we had to hit a snag, I'm glad we did it there and not against yeah. Tottenham. I mean, it wasn't a, a a complete like collapse for Arsenal. It was just a it didn't one look good. We didn't have loss. a shot on goal. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't great, but you know you're gonna you're gonna have a couple stinkers from time to time. It just happened to be in a in 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 a elimination match, so it was a, it was unfortunate. The 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 surprise and against a championship side. <laughs> I mean, look, I just witnessed uh, Everton a couple months ago lose against a champion 
championship side uh, in in the Carabao Cup, yeah. and uh, but losing losing in penalties doesn't make it any easier. But it is uh, you know that it, it's it, it happens, and and the the you know. I guess it's it's probably a little bit more shocking that it happened uh, to Arsenal given the, the the quality of players that they had, but they they just did not play well in that game. Although Everton did have a successful uh, FA Cup uh, third round, they shocking. played against shocking. You were excited to talk about the subject, you know? I'm just <laughs> played against Hull. Look, we, I I have to, I have to boast about just literally every po- positive thing that happens uh, for for Everton Football Club because this was. A, a win against uh, Hull City in uh, extra time. Probably shouldn't have gone to extra time, but they Hull City had, I mean, there was a, an incredible curler outside the box. It was an unbelievable goal uh, that got around Begovic. But the but Andres Townsend, golazo towards the, uh, in, in the first half of, of extra time. So this, this is, could Everton possibly maybe even get to, a semifinal here? Is it? I mean, once anything what are you planning, happened, you're planning the semifinal parade already. It's the it's it's the it's the magic of the FA Cup. Okay, Alexis. <laughs> well, you know, anything imagine they happen. win the FA Cup the same year you held the FA Cup in I mean, Everton. How crazy I mean, would that be? I mean, there's going to have to be a uh, a you know a routine, an annual thing where I have to go and and hold every FA Cup that we win because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we we will never lose uh, another FA Cup. Uh, also, tournament. if that works, then I'm going to take you to a sandwich shop and get you to hold some sandwiches that I want. You know, what <laughs> I mean, just to see if maybe it's the magic of Christian's hands. Sure, you know? let me let me touch all of Alexis's food before he eats it. He'll love that. <laughs> yeah, actually, a I'm great... a bit of a germaphobe. I hate that. Put some gloves on. <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh, but but the the idea of of you know look anything happened in the in these matches Everton could have lost that game. Uh, right. Uh, but it's also unfair. The, the VAR isn't even in every stadium. Yeah, this, it's that's stupid. The, that's a strange uh, thing. It's either you should, you know, similar to Concacaf in the World Cup qualifiers, where if every stadium can't have it, then no stadiums can have it. And this is a, a strange thing where you would have VAR in certain games and not in others. It's only after the third round, but only in games uh, hosted in Premier League stadiums, which makes no sense. Yeah, it's a TV. <laughs> you can't bring one. <laughs> Cause, cause it's a was, small TV and a hood. It, there was like a, a questionable handball, right? In that in the in the yeah. Arsenal game, where I, it could have been a penalty, and and yeah, there's no VAR. It was in, in Nottingham Stadium, so really, uh, just it it just sucks. I mean, it, it is what it is. But they should they should realistically either have it everywhere or not have it at all. It's but. And then VAR changes the United versus um, uh, Aston Villa match because they mm-hmm. go three and a half, four minutes of stoppage before the dude even goes, looks at the, at the screen. This right, makes no right, sense. Right. <laughs> okay, bro. Again, the magic of the FA Cup. You know, they're watching, they're watching AFCON. And they're like, you know what? I like, I like the chaos. We should jazz it up <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, now we have to talk about some Erling Haaland. And also, uh, remember, we're going to be talking to Giles Barnes in just a little bit, so please, oh, please baby. stick around. 
Uh, but let's talk about Erling Haaland and the future of his career because, uh, you know, the especially with uh, Borussia Dortmund and really not getting the results that I think he would have expected when he went there. Uh, he's probably leaving a lot sooner than I think a lot of people expected. This is going to be a big money move and we'll see kind of like Cardi B. Cardi B planned it. Uh, so. <laughs> she only makes money moves. Okay. Uh, also, there's a release clause, so it's really not that big of a, of a money move. I think he if he if he didn't have a release clause he'd probably be worth about like 1 130 million. Okay. Yeah. Right? So he's he's going to so the rumor is the the most recent one is Manchester City that that is probably the leading candidate for uh for Erling Haaland. We also know I'm not so about- sure. I'm not so sure cuz I heard him, you know, speaking in tongues. You feel me? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, why would you say that about your mother tongue, Alexis?" Uh, <laughs> he was uh, caught speaking Spanish, which you don't think of when you think of a Norwegian, you know, who plays you in say Germany. Ca- you say caught like like TMZ <laughs> found them <laughs> because this is this is spicy news. What are you talking about? This was big. This is big. This they this were- could get people to think this could get people to think he's going to Man- to to Real Madrid, which was a right. rumor for a long time, which maybe makes Manchester City pay him more, you know, uh, every week. Which yeah, if exactly. I was his agent, this is what I would do. You know? <laughs> so so uh, uh, early Holland, obviously, Dor- uh, Bruce Dorman were playing against Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, there was a, a, you know, Erling Holland got the ball at the corner flag, got into, uh, he got fouled by the, the uh, Colombian player, uh, uh, Rafael Borre. And the... Uh, so and, and they start fighting a little bit, and Erling Haaland starts uh, speaking Spanish to him, and he and he says "Qué pasa, hermano," which is like great. I'm just like, it, it, is it's that a little speaking bit... Spanish, or is that like one of those things that like everybody knows? Yeah, yeah, you know like, what I mean. Donde está la biblioteca yeah. type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, hombre, you know one of them joints. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like he's learning. It seems like he's learning, like you know, uh, uh, South Central. L.A. Uh, Spanish. Que pasa, hermano? You I was going to say, because that don't sound very, you know, capital of Spain Spanish. You feel me? Yo, it's all good. If he's, if he's learning from, like, you know, the, the watching training day or whatever, yeah. like, that's cool. I'll take it. Uh, it'd be dope to see, I would love to see Erling sh- Holland the Cholo, okay? Yeah. He shows up. He shows up to Real Madrid, and the first thing is they ask him a question, like, what's it feel to be like? And he's like, oh, yeah, yo soy muy orgulloso. I say jugador. And they're like, where did you learn? <laughs> Damn. Yo, he's just like, hey, Erling Holland, how's, what does it feel like to be in Real Madrid? What's up, fool? Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> yo, the toe of the socks, the down of the fool. <laughs> he's got socks past his knees. Uh, you can't play in chucks, my G. You got to wear actual boots. <laughs> Love it though, uh, but look th- that that seems to be Manchester City seems to be obviously his his father played there and there's obviously a lot of history, a lot of connection. Um, the the interesting this is one interesting thing. I think I think uh, even if he goes to Manchester City, I don't know how long Pep Guardiola is going to be there. So I, I think that might influence his decision on whether he goes there or not because his manager may not end up being Pep Guardiola at least for not very long. Well, what what is it? It's Manchester City. They're not going to end up. With you know uh, a Sam Allardyce, <laughs> you know what I mean. I know that. They're gonna be fine if it's not if it's not Pep. They're gonna be just fine. I'm just saying it might influence where he goes because there's also very good managers in some of the other clubs that he has offers from. So oh, we'll, I, we'll see. We'll you're, see, dude. You're drunk. I think you're. St- how much are you getting paid by Afcon? When we get back, we got Giles Barnes. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've, seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to... We know the game. All right? We're not going to... Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that that's... You know, that's, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream... Uh, Every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for Prem Show, uh, but we do other stuff as well. We do watch alongs. Uh, we, you know, we 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 uh, interview people. Uh, it's a, we play FIFA, uh, and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there. So join us on Twitch. Hit the follow button. It is free. That's right. So just go to Twitch.tv/SoccerCooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to eltwitch.com. That's e l t w i t c h e dot com, and that'll bring you right to our account. And hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? All right, Christian, our guest is finally here, and we are honored to have this man on. We got to hang out with this dude in Orlando, and uh-huh. five minutes into the conversation, I was like, you need to be on our show immediately. <laughs> you know? Five minutes into the conversation, I, I was like, you need to be our best friend. This is <laughs> We need to also, be homies for life. Are we also from London? You know? <laughs> Why do we all get along so well? Uh, but this dude is a legend. Let's see. Uh, Darby, uh, West Brom, all the way to Houston, the Houston Dynamo, Whitecaps, Jamaica, and now <laughs> adding to that resume, he's adding the Cooligans because you know he's about to shut it down. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only Giles Barnes, everybody. Giles, what's good? I got a little bone to pick with you, actually. Don't hype me up after being dodging me, you know. Like, before, okay. let's get off the jump first and foremost, yeah? Like, don't try and gas me up in front of everyone after you've been like mocking me for like months, you know? Like, give everyone the, give everyone the backstory. Don't, don't, okay. don't try. So we're going to we, edit all this out, Jowsy. We, <laughs> we met, we met at, at Florida Cup or over the summer. We were going to go see. Uh, uh, Everton uh, play against Arsenal. Arsenal uh, didn't show up, similar to like the, the FA Cup match just recently. Uh, so Arsenal... Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. No need. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Can, we can't hear you from all the way down there in the uh, Premier League table. Say it again. Say it again. Anyway. So we were, uh, we were working with the folks from Florida Cup and we, we got to host uh, the, the charity game, the All-Star game. And uh, that's where we met. We met you uh, while we were there in, in prep, prepping before for uh, the match, and I would say we, we hit it off, but we exchanged numbers. We were like, yo, you got to do the show. And look, I'll be honest, there was a slight delay. There was a slight delay to get you on. Florida Cup. Uh, when was Florida Cup? Florida Cup was Florida Cup. Florida Cup June, roughly? Oh, and look, look, Giles, I didn't want to bring this up, but every time I said, yo, let's get Giles on, Christian was like, no, not yet. And I'm like, why are you? I don't know why you're delaying. You know what? I know that fact as well, because Alexis, you've been hitting me up on the line. Christian's been ghosting, yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. Look, I just respect people's boundaries. Alexis is a little different than me. That's what I mean. Alexis, you know, he knows my foodie as well. So, you know, we've been sharing sharing the food stuff and all that, you know, so it's been But why? Why do we eat the same but look so different? It's very upsetting. (laughs) Oh, my. I just said Alexis. Nothing. My Alexa just turned on. Look at that. Yeah. Yo, people people be watching, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) That happens to me literally all the time. Uh, You know, you know, Jeff Bezos is like, damn, man. Yeah. (laughs) Every damn time. Dude, I'm glad you're finally on the show. It's an absolute honor. Like I said, uh, you know, I've, you know, we've been watching you for years playing MLS. At least for me, that's when I first got introduced to you. 
you know, scoring on my team and, you know, getting frustrated with you. But then after getting to meet you, I'm like, yo, this is one of the coolest down-to-earth uh, uh, dudes that this league has, has ever seen. Uh, one thing I want to start with, what's going on right now for, for Giles Barnes? Because the, your last Instagram post I just saw, uh, you got your uh, uh, USSF coaching license. Uh, you are uh, the level B, I believe. Is I think it's, is that the first one? Yeah. Uh, well, you can. It's first one I've done. Um, okay. I, was, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough that um, you, they go off of where you've played. So you know, I, I'd accumulated enough amount of years where I'd reached a level where I could just go straight into the B. So I was able to jump to that. Okay. Yeah. So what was that uh, experience like? What, are we expecting? Giles Barnes, head coach of a, of a club anytime soon? Or is the next time your head coach, while you're playing, says, yo, do this, you'd be like, look, I got my B license. That's not how it's <laughs> done. Oh, I, got I got this. Step back now. I got this. I got this. You know what I'm saying? I heard enough of your rubbish. This is not how we're doing it. This sounds not No, honestly, you know, fellas, this is about, it's about knowledge, right? So obviously my career is coming towards the end. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I'm still getting offers to go and play, um, but I... I've been coaching now for a, a, almost a year, you know, privately, and I actually part own a club in Orlando, um, a youth club that's grown really quickly. So I, I've done that, um, and it's kind of been my co- my COVID project. Um, so yeah, I'm not too sure. I've not officially hung up the boots, but I know there's still some magic left in there somewhere. Maybe if the right opportunity comes along, um, I, we'll, we'll wait and see, you know. But I'm just trying to just figure out my next path anyway. And I feel that I've known football my whole life, right? Like I don't really know much else, to be honest with you in any kind of sense. So I might as well just go and follow it. Now, it? Okay. I respect so, yo, the humility, is, you know? Everybody else's COVID, uh, you know, project is making sourdough bread. Giles Barnes started a wildly successful youth club. Nah, so, bro, that, that's doing? just your, that's your COVID project, the sourdough bread. No, no, my, co- my COVID bomb, project is bro. eating, eating sourdough bread. <laughs> I ain't trying to make it. <laughs> I'm trying to put that butter and jam on it. I'm feeling so, that. What, I, I want to talk to you ab- about your your career because you started wild young. If I'm not mistaken, you signed your first professional contract on your 17th birthday. Yeah, so I mean, I officially signed on my 17th birthday. I actually had my pro promised to me from the age of 15, so I waited two years to sign it. Um, but I already had it waiting. Um, so yeah, like it was it was a strange one because I was um, I was at a different club and they had already promised me a, a pro contract and a full scholarship. They took me out of school, which is why I blame that I don't really know anything. I left school at fourteen. You <laughs> know, this is, I, I, this is what the English do. I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they focus saying? on one thing. No, they tell your parents like. He's got class and all that, but they're like, don't worry about all that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about school. We'll figure that out. We'll, we've got this yeah. IT room. It'll be really good for him. I, I don't know yeah. if I went in the IT room once. I swear. <laughs> I don't even remember going in there. I remember the first day when they took me and my parents and I was like, yeah, he'll do his schoolwork in here. I don't remember visiting it again. Like, never. <laughs> never. I'm not even to check my hotmail at the time. Nothing. So the next day, the next day you open that door and it's just boots and kits and you're like, what happened to all the IT stuff? <laughs> like, oh no, that's just when parents come around. I'm telling you, it was like the Harry Potter wall or something, you know, and it turns and switches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those. They were like, they're like, computers are for virgin. Get this yeah, out of yeah. here. I see that. I see it once. I promise. I promise. So I got no schoolwork done. Like, you know, jokes aside, I left school sharply i left um i didn't i never got a gd i never graduated high school so all my energy was put into football um and then you know um i was actually at nottingham forest which is derby county's rival and um derby ended up buying me from forest uh was i 14 i think i was and part of that was you know forest needed some money at the time um and i don't know how what they thought i would either become a professional or not so it was just one of those things while someone's offering us money for our kids we'll take it 
So I ended up leaving. I went to Derby. And then about a year and a half later, I was traveling with the first team every week, um, training with the first team, played in the reserves, I think, before my 15th birthday. Um, and it just kind of went up and up from there. Um, so, yeah, like I, I was fortunate. I dedicated a lot of time to it. Um, you get that little bit of luck at someone that fancies you, you know, someone that thinks, oh, he's actually a good player. That's what you need nowadays. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of ran with it. Um, and then football took me all over the world and took me to meet you yeah. guys, more importantly, you know, the Florida <laughs> Cup. Right. Dodged me for six months. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Mean, <laughs> I mean, the, the, your journey is, is, I mean, pretty fascinating. And as far as like, you know, when you got to like, at least Major League Soccer, it was probably the the heyday of why are you going to go? I'm sure you got some like, why are you going to go there? Retirement league, this, you're too young and, and all this stuff. But you, you kind of came to, I, I don't know, maybe re- revitalize your career. And w- so what was the, th- that experience like kind of like when you first arrived and, and, and how, w- how were you kind of like received? You know what, for me, it was a blessing. Um, please don't take this out of context, but I was a bit of a, not a superstar as a young kid, but there was a lot of hype around me. You know, I was, Playing in the Premier League from 18 years old, I had bids not to not back from me from nine, ten million pounds. Like there was a lot of hype around me, and I got injured really badly. Um, you know, I hurt my knee, and I was told to retire later on that year. Um, so I was only 18. I was a kid. Um, so after having all this hype around me, and then going to that, um, you know, I managed to come back and played a couple games for Derby, and then I went on loan to Fulham. I had this like whirlwind. I was out for like 19 months or something with my knee. Wow. They told me I was never going to play again, and I came back. I played two games, one against Coventry, I believe, and then one against Man United. And then I ended up scoring two goals in the game against Man United. And then the next that game, was the cup, right? In that was the a cup, cup match. In the cup, yeah. come on to the sub because I wasn't even fit. You know, I've been out for so long, <laughs> I wasn't even fit. And then you know, scored two goals in that game. Boom phone starts ringing again and there was probably about six or seven clubs to go to and a lot bigger ones than Fulham actually and it's not being disrespectful to Fulham but for me I picked Fulham because I was like man this would be a club for me to go to and you know it's not too much of a bigger club than Derby maybe you play in the Premier League a little bit longer but it's the same kind of feel um, and I'll play that was my thing I need to play I've been out for 18, 19 months I need to play like I don't know how long my knee's going to last like if, if it lasts so I need to try and make the most out of it and um, so, yeah, I went to Fulham. Everything was going well. Uh, I still, I wasn't up to match fitness. Um, you know, I've been out a long time, played two games. Uh, so I kind of carried on and I played like six games. I think I scored like five goals against Tottenham Arsenal, like in the reserves. And Roy Hodgson pulls me um, before we played Stoke, I believe it was. And he says, you're going to be involved this weekend. Just get through like 50 minutes of this game, last little bit. So I'm buzzing. Ring my dad, everything before. Like, yeah, <laughs> done it, done it, done it. Like two years and we've got to it. We've got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and by the way, without him, I wouldn't be nowhere because I wanted to quit. I was over it. I was like, oh, the days I was not doing this no more. Like, I don't well, like I'm it. Glad, I'm glad Roy Hodgson was football. such an inspiration. No, I met my dad, not Roy Hodgson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not talking about Roy, that's for sure. No, I'm kidding. I've got a lot of time for Roy, man. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, and then snapped my Achilles in that game. Oh. Yeah, snapped my Achilles in that game. Well, partially tore my Achilles in that game. And that put me out until the end of that season. I had to have surgery. Um, and then... I um so I had the surgery and Derby and Fulham couldn't agree on a fee of what it would be because Fulham still wanted to sign me. But I think at the time it was like four million, but I hadn't played a game, you know, and it'd be going yeah. on. Just mashed up my knee, smashed up my Achilles. They're thinking, 
no, we'll give you a million for a million up. But Derby was like, nah, like, it's not happening. Like, so went back to Derby. Uh, manager was who? Nigel Clough. He did some of the most craziest stuff to me <laughs> ever I've ever I've ever had in my life to be treated like um, as an 18, 19 year old boy who's just come back from, sorry, 20, I was 21 at the time, sorry, because it was two years on, 2021, 20, to be treated like that after you've nearly, you know, had to retire. Uh, yeah, yeah. For him to go like that and treat me how he did because I wanted to go, you know, I didn't know how long my career was going to last and I wanted to go and play in the Premier League and he asked me a question. He got me in his office before I went to Fulham and he's like, yeah, so this club's coming for you. You want to, if you go, even though it's only alone, if you come back, you'll never play for me again. And I was like, boy, I said, I'm eight. Uh, you know, I, I need to go and play. Like, uh, I, I want to yeah, go yeah. and fulfill my dream. I didn't come all the this hell? way. Yeah, man. There's some, football's weird, bro. Like, let me tell you, football's <laughs> got some funny characters, man. And That's like when you're, when your girl's like, if, if you, if you go, if you go out with your friends, I'm not going to be here when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the difference was, I re- she really weren't there when I got back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had to, I had oh, to go back. Oh, you <laughs> meant it. Yeah. You were like, oh, oh damn. Oh. <laughs> Are you on the phone with a divorce attorney? How is that possible? <laughs> well, it's, it, it seems like there's like a, a level of um, pettiness or vindictiveness with either coaches or general managers. Because I, I, I mean, you can talk about this in more detail if you like, but I, you know, your time, you, you mm. were supposed to go back to England, right? That was like the, the plan. It was a promise in MLS. Because you were, you were killing it in MLS at, yeah. at Houston. And it was like the, the, the move was just to, to, to go back and, and, and you know, you, you, you know, revitalize your career, like I mentioned before. And that didn't really work out the way you planned, right? You know, just being real with you, I almost quit football after after a few years I got back. I never felt my same. I never, ever felt the same again. I never felt like the same player. And football became miserable to me. Miserable. I couldn't move the same. I wasn't. I didn't enjoy football anymore. So, you know, I went to West Brom, um, played in the Premier League again with them. And then I went to Doncaster and played in the championship. I do and- want to mention, though, while you were at West Brom, you beat Everton 4-1. But okay, so, sorry. <laughs> okay. Glad, yeah, yeah, that was a yeah, note that Christians we, we here. made sure we had to mention, right? <laughs> yeah, mention some, of, some of those facts, don't leave them out. If you got them, Alexis, spill, please, <laughs> yeah. please, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> I got uh, it. Yeah, make sure, make sure, just please. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I come to America because I come to an end. I was like, I'm not doing this no more. I just want to change my life, like, because I just didn't feel the same. I wasn't the same person. I wasn't the same player, like, and it made me, you know, it's weird to say it now, like saying it back then would have been crazy, but now it's so much with your mental, you know, I was depressed for a long time. Like, I was like, you know, I was here and then I felt like I was rock bottom and could just never get out, like in pain every day. Like I didn't move the same, even though, you know, people still, oh, he's still good. Like you just don't feel, you don't, you don't feel it. I never recovered, like this hand on heart. I never recovered from it. Um, and so I came to America and it was a conversation with my dad because I was like, oh, I'm not doing it for like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing this no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm done. And I was, what, 23, I think. I was like, I'm over it. I'm not doing this no more. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate, and especially with the press and that in England and, like, everyone's always in your face. Like, you can always hear, you know, like, oh, what happened to Giles? You know what I'm saying? Like, because we kept my injury pretty under wraps because it was so close to me retiring and Derby didn't want to leak it and that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. maybe at the time, you know, I wish I'd have had someone to talk to. Like, it wasn't family, just so I could unload, you know. There was nights I spent crying myself to sleep. Nights, days in rehab when I couldn't, I couldn't move. Like, and I just, and it carried on for years, years, bruv, like, you know. 
And, you know, that's why mental health is so important in football now because people are like more aware of it. Like those things are so depressing. You know, you, yeah. you come thinking you're about to get into, you know, playing the Premier League for the rest of your life or whatever. And next thing you know, you're a free agent. And it's like, wow, how did that happen in two years, three years? And it's just from injury. Um, but yeah, I come to America just to enjoy my life. I was like, yeah, I'm gone. Like, allow it. I'm just going to go and enjoy enjoy my football if I can. If not, I'm going to enjoy my life. That's one thing. I always wanted to live mm-hmm. in America. And actually, I got I got duped by MLS, though. I think I told you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way you, you told the story is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then MLS fucks me over. Yeah. And then MLS just got that way of just saying, yeah, I don't think so. Um, so the agent called me randomly out the blue. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've got LA Galaxy ready. I'm like, what? Yeah, LA yeah. Galaxy? Thinking, yeah, Bex is there. Oh, you know, you start growing a couple of thinking, <laughs> yeah. LA? Yeah, I can do the beach. Yeah, sounds like exactly what I need. So anyway, a couple of weeks go by, the agent gone quiet a little bit, and then he hits me up and he's like, oh, yeah, no, there is, MLS do want you, like MLS want you, but Houston Dynamo have your rights. So I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking, ah, Houston. What is that? Texas? Cowboys. You know, <laughs> Cowboys and steak. Thinking to myself, boy, it's not really much for me out there still. And then um, end up going out. I speak to the president, Chris Canetti, still a good friend of mine, actually, and Dom Kinnear, who's right, right. probably one of the most still influential people on me for my career and how he treated me um, to get me back on track. I've got love for him. Big, big, big love. Um, called me, said, yeah, come out to Houston. We'll, uh, we want to see you, you know? And I was like, nah, what? Trial on MLS? And I was like, oh, it's not really a trial, but, you know, you've had these injuries and we're in the middle of the season. Like, we're ready to go into playoffs. We need to see if we can, if you can actually play. So I go out, think, yeah, cool. I get there, step off the plane. Lava hits my face. It's warm. Don't know what's going on. What? Yo, that English blood of yours ain't ready for that humidity, oh, boy. Listen, I've stepped out. I was in the sauna. I was like, oh, no, this is a mockery. How am I going to play in this? Anyway, get down, get into a hotel, put me in a nice hotel, go straight to the game. Boom. Stadium's wicked. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see where this is going. And then the next day, we have training. It's the people that haven't trained. So obviously, I go in, it's training. And I see people in cut off sleeves and now thinking, oh, cut off sleeves in around August. Yeah, yeah, right. Can't be that hot. So anyway, I put my little cut-off sleeve thing on, get outside, boom. I stand, <laughs> standing in the oven. I'm like, rah. It's like nuts. I'm like, what have I got myself into? And everyone, You're like, is the stadium air Yo. conditioned? Is there anything you can do for me? And you know the thing is, I'm not fit. Like, because like, the season had already started in England and I'd missed pre-season. So I get there and I'm thinking, all right, cool. Let me just try and cruise through to just show your quality in it. Like, don't worry about your fitness. It will come. And there's just people running around like they're lunatics out there. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, man, if something don't fall to me soon, we're out on the ball and show I got a little spice about me or something, like I'm in trouble because I can't run. Javon Watson was playing in midfield and I ended up playing with a country as well. Yeah. And this man can just run and run. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I can't run with this man. Are you mad? <laughs> like, you lost the plot. Anyway, anyway, I actually do pretty well in the game that we play because it's like, you know, not resis and like people didn't play right. a lot. But it was on the big field. It was like, I think it was still 11 v 11 because we had the kids come up and that. And anyway, a free kick falls outside the edge of the box. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is my time to shine. Let me just bang this in it. So Corey Ash gets to step on the ball and he's like, you want this? I'm like, yeah, I want this, bro. Like, what do you mean? And he's like, what do you want? I said, just roll it to me. Said, All right. Rolls it to me. Bam. 
far corner. I'm like, yeah. At least they see I can do a little bit because I can't bloody run today. (laughs) (laughs) You've never wanted an ice bath after a match so bad. I I needed more than that. I needed to fly home. What do you mean? <laughs> in the fly home. It's like it's like the first person to miss English weather. You know? <laughs> like, you wouldn't believe it was a madness. And then uh, so I go and speak to Dom and Chris after, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, um, th- we want to sign you. This is like you're fit, you're healthy enough. You've shown us enough in a training session." And then the rest is history. Really got got yeah. myself into MLS. Um, but again, it wasn't plain sailing for that first like four or five months. I think I pulled my groin tore my quad. So I didn't really play much when I first came here, you know, and, uh, and, you know, they wasn't happy with me. Um, towards the end of that year, they was like, um, you know, we can't give you that, you know, the, the extension that you wanted at the price you wanted because you didn't end up playing. So I ended up coming to MLS, like on not a lot of money at all, just because I enjoyed it, you know? Um, and then I came back the following season and just completely changed. Like I did a lot of hard work in the off season when I went home. Um, just tried to change everything, you know, because I enjoyed it. My time, my three, four month period that I was here, I enjoyed it so much. Like, I have to go back. Like, I have to, like, I enjoyed it. Like, let me try and do the most I can. If my knee yeah. fails me, if my Achilles fails me, that's God. I can't, I can't do it. But at least I can be in the most tip-top condition. And then went in and then that year coming back, I ended up top goal scorer. year after was top goal scorer, MVP, players player, like all that kind of stuff. And that's when... I uh, tried to go back to England, and as you said, you know, it, it didn't quite happen. <laughs> you did, you did England to US. Uh, Daryl DK, who played in Orlando, who started in Orlando, is going from Orlando to West Brom, a team you played for. What do you think? How do you think he's going to do? First of all, championship is a very physically demanding league. How would you compare that to MLS? And any advice you'd want to give a player like Daryl DK, if he were to ask you, what do you think it's like for that transition going from US to to England? He went Barnsley, and it he went Barnsley before, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and originally, yeah, yeah. But and Barnsley's not really like again, I don't want to sound disrespectful, it's not West Brom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you're playing in Barnsley's team, you, you're like, <clears throat> you like, you ain't getting a lot of the ball, you know what I'm saying? And he did really well in that Barnsley team. He has a lot of attributes that suit England, like he's big, he's powerful, he's strong, he's quick enough. Um, technically, he probably needs to, just in my opinion, I think he needs to clean up to be a top, top striker. But he's got all the fundamentals, right? Like, he's big, he can hold the ball. And when he sets it and goes, there's not many people that can catch him, you know? like, yeah. And he scores goals, regardless of whatever, like, you think. He went away and scored, I don't know, 12 goals for Barnsley, came back and scored 14 goals for, for Orlando. It's going to be a 30-goal season, you know, in two different leagues. So I think he's going to be good, especially with the kind of service he'll get at a club like West Brom, because they've got some top players even in the championship, you know? So yeah. I'm excited to see how he does, honestly. And I hope they go up, because I like to see the stereotype of MLS and English football being obliterated. I love to see it. It, Like I hate people that say, oh, MLS ain't ain't this and MLS ain't that because it's one of the more physical leagues I've ever played in. Like that's hard to play in. It's hard to play in. If your legs don't go, you don't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No matter how good you are on the ball, you've seen big players come here that are really good on the ball. And he's all right. Yeah, Yeah, he was all right. And you think, hold on, he's played Champions League. How's he all right? Like, yeah. it, so it's not a retirement league. People look at it funny. And there's people coming here now, you know, like Giovinco came here, smashed it, got a massive move again. You know, yeah. um, who else has just gone? Chris Mueller's just gone from Orlando or Almiron, the big one. Almiron yeah. went, went from here. Like there's a lot of players going over that. And I love to see it because it's getting the, the respect it deserves. Like there's some really good players over here that not just American players, there's South American players, you know, Africans, whatever you want, the Caribbean players. 
all that are capable of playing. This is just now the platform is being highlighted because there's been so many good players out there. But now when they go over to their countries, you know, people are playing for like Haiti and, and that, you know what I'm saying? Going to play against big teams, Chile and that, all that kind of stuff. And they're bossing the teams. And people are yeah. like, where are these players playing? MLS. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Venezuela. We're well, no always thinking about that. You know, Joseph Martinez made it hot. Everyone, yeah, no, yeah. Everyone, you know what I'm saying? They did. He did. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah, there's got to be some good players in Venezuela now. Um, Leon Bailey. What about Jamaica? You know, well, about, I was just yeah. let's say, what about Jamaica? You know, Andre Blake, play anywhere he wants, man. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. Anyway, right. he can go and play in any league, in any, I'm telling you, that guy is unbelievable. He should, like, I've, I know he's got a great contract in MLS now and all that kind of stuff, but let me tell you, Blakey, he could have played in any single team I've ever played in. Any team. That's oh, how good wow. he is. But, you know, we couldn't get work permits. We couldn't get work permits for, for uh, yeah. Jamaicans. You can't. Um, so that's a, it's another thing that kills you, isn't it? Like, people can't go over there. Because I remember, I think it was West Ham or something. Palace wanted Blakey. And he couldn't get over because he didn't have a yeah. work permit. But there's talent. There's talent in every single country. Don't let, like, and it's cool because MLS has that much of a melting pot and a mix of everything where people can actually like stage what they've got and it's it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah i like Yo, you, I you a work permit issue that lets us keep some of these dope players out here you know? <laughs> <laughs> let, let it do it for the league you know what i'm saying <laughs> don't, don't worry about going to europe you know, but you I, know no, what no, no, we got you i love what you're saying people now Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I love what you're saying about about sort of breaking that like uh, sort of stereotype. Because even when we went to London, li literally when we arrived to London, we got stopped by by customs, and they were asking like, "What are you, you know, basically, why, what are you in London from? What are you doing?" And we're saying, "Oh, we're here to watch some uh, some matches because we do we do a soccer show back in back in the states." Bruh, the customs agent was like, well, "Excuse me." So they stopped like, investigating <laughs> other people. Three of them came out. And like, it's football night. Yeah. It's football night. Like, Yo, yeah, relax. Yeah, what, yeah, what, what do you guard your border instead of yelling <laughs> to, to Americans? <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Well, Giles, look, we, we have to get you back on because there's too much to discuss. Right? Uh, but we Anytime. unfortunately, we, we got to move on Bro, to the we next We got to go to Orlando and just do a, a whole Barnes <laughs> long form. That's For what real. we need to do. We um, should do it. We should do it. It's taking you long enough to get me here so we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we ain't never going to live that down. Let's never. get to our, let's get to our Galasso gift. This is your opportunity to celebrate a goal. Alexis will give you a scenario. You can celebrate the goal. We will turn it into a gift that will live on the internet forever. So you can do whatever you like. Alexis will give you a scenario. So Alexis, what do you suggest for Mr. Barnes? All right. Here's the scenario. All right. I know you, you getting offers. Uh, one of the offers you get is a phone call from the head coach of the Jamaican national team. You guys are in sixth place right now. And CONCACAF World Cup qualifying, it's looking like it might not make it. But let's say it gets down to that final match. Yo, we need you, Giles. Get down here. We need you to represent your country. You get down there. You get in there in the 90th minute, and you score the same free kick you scored in that Houston Dynamo uh, prep. They rolled it to you. You score. But just before you went on, they said, hey, if you score and you make us win this match, we will give you all of that money that you should have been transferred for when you were in England, but you got injured. So all them offers, you get all that lump sum right now. So what's that about? 20, 30 million. You score, you it get is? that 20, <laughs> you get that 20, 30 all together. All the offers all together. In the world. You get $30 million for that goal. How do you celebrate? <laughs> Off the table. I can see his movement. <laughs> 
Mad chill. <laughs> okay. So, you just drinking tea and, and instead of using like a, a coaster, you're just using stacks of money. You know? <laughs> That's stacks of money. No, I wish you, I wish you could collect all the money that you think you've earned, you know? If you find it, let me know. Giles, thank you so much, man. Absolute honor uh, to have you on the show for real. Uh, Is there anything you want to let people know about uh, before we let you go? Anything you may want to plug? Actually, you know, as I said earlier, I started a youth club in Orlando. We're called FC Highland. I'm actually wearing the jersey now. Um, Beautiful kid. Thank you, bro. It's pretty nice. We designed it, you know. I'll show you the biceps there too. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'm playing. But um, it's something we started, uh, obviously, during the pandemic. Um, it's going really well. We uh, we believe in giving kids opportunities as well. We we sponsor and scholarship a lot of kids that can't afford to play. Um, unfortunately, still the game in America is based on you know pay to play. I grew up not having to pay to not having to pay to play for football, and I believe that should be football is open for everyone. Um, so you know we're trying to give that back. Uh, we also do a lot of work in the community with the Orlando Union Rescue Mission um, to help homeless women and children. Um, so we're trying to do the right thing by all the kids. You know, every kid deserves a chance and an opportunity. Um, you know, God is blessing us with a fruitful club as of now um, that's been picking up speed. So, you know, check us out uh, at FC Highland on Instagram. Um, you know, show us some support, show us some love, send some funny stuff on there. You never know, we might okay. repost you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jazz. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're. I mean, you were absolutely beloved in Orlando when we were there. It was it was clearly obvious. So, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, applaud you for all the work that you're doing. But, dude, thank you so much uh, for joining anytime, us, everybody anytime. else. Make sure you follow uh, us at Soccer Cooligans on, on all social channels, uh, and make sure you follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for more clips and full episodes of the show. All right, Giles, let's end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So please join us in this. So for Giles Barnes, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros, and together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. <laughs>